Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 17. 180! 180! Hot Welcome, everybody, to Locked On NFL Draft. I am Joe Marino of NDT Scouting, joined by Kyle Krabs, who is the founder and director of scouting at NDT Scouting. And when I say I am joined by Kyle Krabs, we are uh, in the same room. And this is the first time that's ever happened in the history of recording uh, Locked On NFL Draft. And today is somewhat historical for the podcast because it's our 100th episode. So uh, it is uh, kind of cool to... Uh, not only have 100 episodes in the books, but also uh, get to record one live here from Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. We are here. We got in yesterday safely. We had a, a run-in with some crazy tornado-ish weather. But, uh, <laughs> we We are here. I don't know if anybody caught that periscope from yesterday. If you didn't, go watch the last two minutes, and uh, you will see us run into a wall of rain. But uh, uh, we are we are glad to be here safely. Can't wait to get into these practices. And uh, um, as I look at Kyle Krabs physically, which is different, much different than talking to him uh, from 600 miles away. Kyle, how's it going? Yeah, you sure let the expletives fly yesterday when that wall of rain came in. And, um, you know, yeah, it's it's live television. What are you going to do? It's a good practice for this week for us. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite the adventurous commute after failing to be able to order at two McDonald's. You know, like five something in the morning. They're supposed to be twenty four hours. One, we pull up, and I simply want to make an order, and she says the system is down. And my normal response was, "Does that mean I can order?" And after a ten second pause, she says, "No." Move on to the next McDonald's. It's not even no, nobody's there. So uh, that the start and then finishing with the uh, with that wall of rain. We're glad to be here. Our, our intent today here on this podcast is to talk about kind of the process that Kyle and I are going to take over the next week here in Mobile and and uh, maybe how to scout an All Star game and kind of get into the specifics of how we're attacking looking at this product in front of us so uh, this should be fun yeah i have a feeling you guys are going to hear a whole bunch of wall of rain references so i apologize in advance um joe this is your second all-star game uh this is my third all-star game i did the 2014 is west shrine game 
2016 Reese's Senior Bowl. Joe did 2016 Reese's Senior Bowl. Uh, so, you know, you kind of have to get past the uh, the grandiose nature of it all, right? Like, it's anywhere you look, there's, there's team affiliates and logos, and uh, the whole NFL really just descends down onto this little... Uh, coastal town in in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I, for one, I, I I think the first thing on anybody's plate, especially at the Senior Bowl, because it's not accessible in some of the other places, is you, you gotta be butts in the seats bright and early on Tuesday morning for your weigh-ins, Joe. Yeah, no doubt about it. Actually, it's it sounds odd, but that's one of my favorite parts of this entire event is. Uh starting it off by getting a look at the physique of these players. You know, I think you can, there's a lot to gather uh, from the type of workers they are and, in uh, you know, their, their product is their body and uh, how they are prepared. Uh, you know, are they narrow in certain areas, uh, thicker in others? I know that's odd for to say, but it's important stuff. Um, there was, uh, I got a chance last year to sit directly next to, um, an NFL offensive line coach, and he was making notes on, you know, all the offensive linemen as they came in, and uh, you know, words like sloppy were written down for several. Others, it was thick lower half or uh, narrow shoulders, and you know, these guys are getting put through the ringer on, you know, every piece of their physique, and uh, you know, that's an important part of this process that we get to start with tomorrow morning. Yeah, and I think. To, to people on the outside looking in on that, that seems like really odd. That's an odd concept that, that you would go in depth. But, but just understand, this entire draft process from start to finish is everybody is looking for any and every reason to not want you to be a part of their program. From your medical history, your off-the-field history, you know, scouts in general, they do so much. The, the, the kind of running joke is, you know, they're, they're half-detective because they, they are doing so much background information on prospects trying to find out what is the issue here? What, what is the, the straw that's going to break the camel's back? So for some of those players, if they don't take care of their bodies, if they have anatomical weaknesses that, that may lead to limitations in their durability those things matter and, and getting a chance uh to kind of sit at the weigh-ins first of all it's this very you get this state of the union address to kick the whole thing off and um it's anybody and everybody who's here for this event is sitting in the same room together it's it's really fun um and then there's the important piece of you know as joe you assessed and alluded to how do these guys, what kind of preparation have these guys had over the course of the past several years? How do they take care of their bodies? Um, are they treating and acting like professionals, or are they just, you know, they, they haven't had to work in the weight room because they're just naturally strong or nat- naturally fast? Yeah, and uh, you get to see all the bad tattoos and uh, who's got back hair and uh, all those fun things as well. So uh, <clears throat> weigh-ins kick, our, kick us off tomorrow, and then we've got a full day of practice. And, uh, Kyle, I, I kind of took the lead on the, the weigh-in piece of this. Kyle, just from a perspective of getting on the field and, and checking out these practices, how, what's your approach? What are you looking at specifically? Well, just for the record, I have no back hair and no bad tattoos. So 
just want to establish that now because he, he looked over at me. You guys have to understand we're in the same room now. So he looked, he gave me a look when he said that. I have impressive back hair. Um, just putting, getting out there. Yeah. A nice fur rug. Yeah. It's uh, it's quite glorious. All right. So first practice, I believe we have South team first. Yes. Uh, South team practice is first for us, and um, I want to see those tight ends, man. That that tight end group's really fun. Um, I I tend to kind of gravitate towards outside in at all star games uh, because the the pace of it's much faster. Now somebody like Jihad Ward last year made it really hard to ignore him with how loudly he was slapping the bags as he's going through some of the drills. But uh, I appreciate the nuance uh, of the one on ones on the boundary and the, and the route running and, and being able to see the movement skills of the guys that play so much faster, because those are guys you have a harder time getting an appreciation for when you're watching on film, when you're not there live and in person. Yeah. I think movement skills right off the bat is, is the number one thing to kind of watch, even just from the way that uh, linemen go through bag drills or uh, linebackers going through their back pedal and shifting directions and, transitioning their hips just getting a chance to see that's really important and then where my eyes tend to go is wherever the one-on-one stuff's happening um you know there's going to be times where quarterbacks are just taking snaps from center and doing uh, pascal that stuff is not going to catch my attention as much as seeing some one-on-one work with the uh, offensive defensive line or linebackers and running backs working on pass protection and pass rush you know seeing who's winning those battles and, and who's winning with technique and uh, you know, that's where my eyes are going to be focused on. Number one, movement skills, and number two, those number those one-on-one competition reps where uh, we find out who's going out there competing and taking care of their one-on-one battles. You mean to tell me you don't like watching quarterbacks take pass drops? As exciting as that is, and I did. You know, one one of the things last year when that was happening, and it was pretty much the feature thing happening on the field. I, I had a, one of my favorite discussions I've ever had with Luke Easterling of DraftWire. Uh, about the pace of a quarterback's drop and how that needs to alter based on the, the route concepts that are coming. And can you uh, get into your, your, your set too quickly and, and all those types of things. So those, it, it's going to be fun and exciting no matter what. But, uh, you know, give me on that one-on-one pass rush stuff. Yeah, that, that, that timing thing is, is going to be a bit of a bugaboo for some of these wide receiver quarterback combinations this year because they've never thrown to each other. I did read, I believe I saw uh, Davis Webb came down early this year, and uh, he didn't coordinate with receivers that are here, but one of the local colleges, he actually coordinated throwing sessions and was working on his timing, which I think is a nice way to handle an event like this. Is It's a business trip, right? It's a job interview. So... Um, I'm not going to be reading into, and nobody should be reading into, the completion percentage of the quarterbacks on the field. Now, you get some some nine routes. Yeah, you can really start to see, okay, this guy's got touch. He's got loft. He could drop balls in. Uh, but as far as you know, the, t- the timing on the, on the hard breaks back to the line of scrimmage and, and the speed routes, um, don't necessarily look at the ball. Look at the anticipation and timing of the throw as far as the release and, and look at the one-on-one on the boundary when you got your corner and your wide receiver head-to-head without any extra help. Yeah, and another thing from a quarterback perspective when you're watching these, uh, hopefully you'll get a chance to watch these practices on NFL Network uh, if, you're, if you're not here. Um, 
one of the major takeaways that I had from watching the quarterbacks was just how well they run, they threw that 10 to 15 yard out. Not necessarily the placement of it, but what's the velocity like? Is it nose diving at the end when it gets to the sideline? Is the consistent is the consistent trajectory of that ball the same uh, from the release to the uh, the target? Um, you know that that's what separated a lot of quarterbacks from me last year is seeing that baseline level of of arm strength and their ability to drive that football. And then from that, it's easy to get a good look at their mechanics, you know, their weight transfer, the platform they set, and the, the release. You know, th- those are the types of things more so than the result of the throw in, in this type of a uh, scenario. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned trajectory on the ball. It's one of my favorite things to, to look for as a measure of arm strength. Uh, watch Cody Kessler and then Carson Wentz throw the 15-yard out last year, and, and you can very much see... Uh, the rainbow trajectory versus the flat on a rope trajectory that they always like to mention. Another piece kind of shifting gears away from the quarterbacks is is when watching drills. Uh, what's the approach? Who's first? Who, who's, who's the guy that's uh, hustling uh, to get to the station? Uh, the guy that's setting the tone? Um, you know, Last year, just little things like one of the things that blew me away about Carson Wentz is that guy was always first. You know, the, the um, this coaching staff had them uh, basically line up in the middle of the field, kind of you know, get everyone together, break it down, and then uh, run a uh, uh, run to the goalpost and, and back around. And, and Carson Wentz was first. He was the guy that, that got out first. He was the first run that goalpost. He was the first person back to the uh, the team huddle and turn around, uh, encouraging his teammates as he come in. So who are those types of guys that? Uh, just you can tell they love the process. They love football. They love being out there and, and are competing just in, in things that aren't necessarily anything football related, but uh, really controlling the two things they can't control is their effort and their attitude. Yeah, that natural leadership really has a chance to, to take shape, and you can really pick away uh, some some nice nuggets about a player's personality uh, when you watch them in a setting like this. And then uh, the other thing that I really appreciated last year was seeing a couple of players um, help each other. Uh, the communication and, and coming off the field after a seven-on-seven rep or something like that and, and actively talking about what they've seen and, and giving feedback to uh, the other players on the team. You know, this, this can be very cutthroat, right? It, it's you got you got to stand out. It, it's you against the world. And, and there's, especially at some of these positions this year, there's going to be a lot of quality players. But you can't, you have to, in a setting like this, you can't be the individual. You will stand out like a sore thumb. And the other piece that kind of goes along with that is how they how do they respond to coaching, right? Uh, you're going to see a lot of opportunity here with these these prospects and with the Bears and Browns coaching staff, positional coaches, uh, getting that feedback and uh, learning different techniques and learning how they want it done. Certain things. You know, what's their body language like? How are they responding to that? Are they receptive? Are they uh, drooping? And what's their countenance and body language like? All that stuff's going to become really important outside of just how well these guys perform in the drills or team sessions or ultimately the game. Yeah, and I think that's a good story to go back to with what Jeff Risen talked about yesterday on the show, talking about some of these guys have been training with, with specialists in preparation for their pro days. And the coaches here might give you... Um, different coaching techniques and try and have you aligned in different ways and get off the, get out of your stance or get off the line a little differently and you know, even even if you don't receive that information especially well you know how do you interact with the coaches when when those 
interactions take place. You know, some guys get defensive, some guys are very yes sir, and um, it, it's it, that that sort of thing will stand out if you are standoffish with a coach that's trying to get you to do something the way they want to do it, even though you've been training in in a different way to accomplish the same task. Kyle, uh, kind of reflecting on 100 episodes of, of Locked On NFL Draft, I mean, the, the way this podcast has gone from uh, trying to convince the, the leadership of the network that a, an NFL Draft podcast was something people would care about, and uh, in, in, a, in less than six months to see us in, in the, you know, up as high as number 30 on the iTunes charts, I mean... What the heck, man? This is unbelievable. Yeah, this has uh, this blossomed, and I, I, I think a lot of that can do and be attributed to, um, A, we are an on-demand daily resource. Uh, a lot of the other podcasts, they have, I'll say, nearly as good as content as we do. I don't want you know, nearly as good of content as we do. And some of them are longer. I know some of you people like longer podcasts, you know, but we we try and stay within our sweet spot. And um, I think that keeps people coming back. And I think Joe and I, Joe and I have worked together for two years now. Uh, we have some exciting changes coming down the pipe with NDT Scouting that will uh, be announced in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I, I think Joe and I, I, I think you and I have a very great chemistry together. I think we... Um, we are grinders at heart, and I think that people can, can see that and, and respect that with uh, how much we've grinded with Locked On NFL Draft to get 100 episodes in, in four months or three months. Yeah, and um, Kyle alluded to just us being an on-demand resource. Like, take advantage of that. That's what we want to be. Whenever you're thirsty for some NFL Draft content, get your headset on and, and, and you know, Put us on at the gym, at home, at work, whatever you're doing. You know, we're at your disposal. We've got a, a nice archive for you that's going to continue to be built. We are weak daily all year. You know, we're not going away. We spent the better part of our drive <clears throat> to Alabama talking about our content for through this time next year. So we are we are not going away. If you want to remain plugged in on this process throughout the year because there's stuff to talk about all year it wasn't hard for us to get what we had to do is when we're having that conversation was not so much so much what are we going to talk about but let's be reasonable with ourselves let's not let's not burn ourselves out because uh there's plenty to get into and and uh i wish that we could have started this earlier last year because i want to go through this process with everybody and we came in at a decent time right at the start of of the college football season but uh, you know, stay plugged in because we're going to really get through this draft season and then really almost immediately start setting the tone. And uh, if you want to be as ready as ever for that 2018 NFL draft, like not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we have a lot planned. So stay plugged in and stay connected. You know, we're having fun, and this is uh, this is just going to be awesome to look at where we are where we are now. Yeah, we're trying to tackle this like a, a true scouting department. So we, we are in the middle of the upswing now, and a lot of you guys are along for the ride. And uh, we would highly encourage you guys to stick with us uh, getting through this draft process. You know, we will have a lot of good stuff for the combine. We have great content planned this week. We'll give you guys uh, summaries and impressions and, and all that stuff on the podcast. And uh, through Pro Days, the actual draft is in Philadelphia. I live in Philadelphia, so we will be boots on the ground there for you guys as well. Um, 
we might might take a week. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but but like I said, we're we're treating it like a true uh, scouting department where you know we'll, we're going to walk you guys through setting a watch list. We're going to walk you guys through um, some of the initial evals throughout the course of the summer because we're going to do about a hundred of them. So a uh, lot of great stuff planned, and, and as Joe said, we spent about five hours yesterday uh, mapping all of this out. So we're really thrilled to see where it's coming. Uh, we are locked on NFL Draft. This is our 100th episode. Uh, I am Kyle Krabs, uh, joined by Joe Marino, and we would like to thank you very, very much for joining us wherever you are and listening to us speak about Mobile from Mobile. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow with a summary of uh, the events of the day today. Not too much happening here. we got credential pickups. We'll probably bounce around with some other people in draft media and uh, may run into a couple players or coaches, and uh, we'll, we'll have some good nuggets for you for sure. And then uh, weigh-in start at 8 tomorrow morning, and uh, then we got full day of practices and media night tomorrow night, so a lot of good stuff happening for you tomorrow that we, we were looking forward to bringing to you all. We are Locked On NFL Draft, and thank you for listening. Locked On NFL Draft. Your daily podcast on the NFL Draft, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.